Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Um, I think they'd probably be, if it's true, they'd probably be scared to say that to me. <laughs> um, you know, when I was at... Uh, you know, when I was at uh, University of Buffalo, I was 24 years old. I was the youngest D- Division One full-time assistant coach in the country. And we got fired with three games left. I never remember my dad saying, you know, how you coach these next three weeks is who you are as a coach. You know, if, if you coach less, you're no good. And if you coach harder now because you want to win so you can keep your job, then you weren't coaching hard enough to begin with. So we're just trying to get these guys to be the same guy every day. So I think the the coming off of last week's game and – the challenge and the opportunity on Friday night and then the way we've worked this week, I think guys are hopefully just pretty much locked in on tonight's practice and tomorrow morning and then getting up there and playing a good game. Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd at Sports Radio, I'm Ravi Lula. That's Avery Howard here with me on a Thursday. I want to talk to you about our friends at Rock Brook Camera. They are not just interested in selling you a camera, although they certainly can do that. They want to help you become a real photographer uh, and the best photographer you can be, whatever that means for your life, whether you're just capturing memories and moments or if you're doing it professionally, Rockbrook Camera has you covered, whether it's at the point of sale with the latest technology like mirrorless cameras or if it's support after the sale with their classes and things like that. They have got your best interest at heart. You can trade in your old gear if you're ready to upgrade or you can go ahead and get a little rental from them to try some things out as well. And that is something you can check out at rockbrookcamera.com or at the 168th and Center location in Omaha or 70th and Pioneer in Lincoln. That is our friends at Rockbrook Camera. Uh, Avery, we were having a really interesting conversation during the break kind of about, <laughs> you know, we were talking about Coach Rule and the 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 simple versus easy and kind of what those conversations look like within the locker room. And, it, you know, it's coaching is – I mean, obviously, I did it for a long time, not necessarily very well. Um, or, I mean, we were successful, but I don't, you know, I contributed to that success in my own way, but I would not have been a good head coach because that's just not kind of a lot of the things that you have to do are not sport related. Uh, yeah. Most of them. Yep. Right? In terms of being a good head coach, which is one of the reasons I got on board with Matt Rule so quickly because the things he talked about weren't necessarily football things. Mm -hmm. They were life things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you hire a coach, for whatever reason, it is about the football. It's about what kind of, and I think we talked about this on Tuesday, what kind of identity do they bring to the football field in terms of their scheme and their concepts and what system they want to run? And that's not really what Matt Rule does. Mm -hmm. He's pretty adaptable. His teams have run different things. He has been, uh, he's been more QB run heavy. He's been way more pass heavy. He's been a little bit more power. He's been a little bit more spread, depending on what his guys bring to the table. He's gone. He's done this with a couple different OCs uh, across his different stops, right? And so, you look at it and you're like, okay, so what's the consistent factor in his success? Because, you know, you look like a. I look at a guy like. 
Gus Malzahn, for mm -hmm. instance. He runs a very specific offense, runs a very specific system, and he's very good at it, mm -hmm. right? You look at a Lincoln Riley. Mm -hmm. That guy runs a system. He has this his own twist on the air raid. It is about the schemes. And that's not to say those guys, although I've heard Gus Malzahn's a tough hang, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm not saying these guys don't have the other stuff, mm -hmm. right? But when you hire Lincoln Riley, you're hiring him for that reason. And I think that is kind of so much more secondary than I used to realize when it comes, whether it's football, basketball, whatever. Oh. And I mean, I know you have some experiences with that in terms of your playing career too. And I just, I guess, how do you process it more from a player standpoint, receiving the coaching mm -hmm. versus either as a fan of a team or um, as, as somebody, you know, I coach for almost a decade. Yeah. I think something that you bring up a point that I feel like I kind of jumped on the ship a little bit too, is something that you have to value, at least in, I guess, when Matt Rule speaks, I guess, and this is me coming as an, a former athlete mm -hmm. is he's consistent when they win he's consistent when they lose and that doesn't mean that your emotions can't vary like you're you, you have every right to feel emotion after a win and a loss especially mm -hmm. if it's a loss like last weekend and feeling angry and challenging your team but your messaging and your philosophy doesn't change mm -hmm. and i think that's something that's been really impressive to watch and i think maybe i just really value that because it's really it's challenging and confusing as an athlete when the leader is, is saying so many things all the time and when things are good things are great mm -hmm. and then when things go challenging how do they respond because mm -hmm. at the end of the day even when you try to control your own emotions or can try to try to control you know being the leader of your team internally you still do model how your coach behaves sure. or they lead and so their body language or the messaging that they have and so i think to have a coach that has a consistency like he has been. And I think, you know, it's con like I said, the confusing part, it's confusing because you think, you know, your team's identity. And then when it loses and the world falls apart, mm -hmm. it's really hard to stick to, well, then what are our core values that get us through these challenging times? Mm -hmm. And so the fact that he has such a grounded perspective off the field, and I think also just grounded perspective in terms of there's a bigger thing outside of football mm -hmm. as much as this is our life and this is why I'm here and this is literally what pays my bills I know that our biggest bigger message and our bigger purpose is sure. to make sure that you know this is a good program for people on the field and off the field and you know I was at the hockey press conference yesterday and coach Gabinette simply put it he goes good people like good people high achievers like high achievers mm -hmm. and I think when you create a culture of that environment one, that's attracted and it's felt. Yeah. But two, I think when everyone comes to that level and you have a locker room and a coaching staff filled with good people, I, I would hope, and, you know, and what high achieving is at the ultimate peak of what you want to do. Yeah. I think you start to attract that in recruiting. You start to attract that in just multiple assets. And so I think when you start to fix the culture, you fix the heart. Of a, of a program, I, I think at, at some point that's when it starts to come out on the field. So to your point, the coaching of football is in, entirely important, obviously. Yeah. But I think sometimes that is reactionary and secondary to when everything else is being dealt with properly first. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, the, the way I would kind of sum up the point is if you've got all of the other stuff right, mm -hmm. then almost any football stuff if it's well taught will work mm -hmm. right it's not like there's only one system that works or there's only one way of, of of you know defensive alignment or strategy or concepts or whatever it's not like there's only one thing that works if you coach it well everything kind of works mm -hmm. right it's all the other stuff mm -hmm. that if you 
have your culture right and you have your accountability and you have trust in your teammates and your coaches, if you have all of that stuff mm-hmm. right, then as long as you're competent at the football, you'll have success, yeah. right? And that's kind of the – that's the thing that I like about Rural because Nebraska hasn't done that thing yet. Right. Like since – I mean, I, I don't know what Coach Solich was like. I know that's what Coach Osborne was like. I just assume Coach Solich is kind of an extension of Coach mm-hmm. Osborne, but – they hired a football guy with Callahan. They hired a football guy with uh, with Bo Pelini. Mm-hmm. I th- think they hired a football guy with Mike Riley. Although I don't, I think, I think they, they were, hired maybe a good guy with. Mike I think Riley they were just trying bit. to hire the opposite of Bo Pelini. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they hired a football guy with Scott Frost. Yeah. Scott Frost is like pretty good at, as an offensive mind. Mm-hmm. He's a football guy. He doesn't have a lot of the other stuff mm-hmm. that you would want. So I'm. That's why I'm so attracted to the way. Matt Rule is doing things mm-hmm. because it's a totally uh, different method than Nebraska's tried for the last 20 yeah. years. You, you in a good mood or what? <laughs> I also think, too, like life and sports are pretty metaphorical. Yeah. Like oh, when, absolutely. When you have things figured out in life, you know, the, perf- the performance and your enjoyment of life in general mm-hmm. is uh, higher, right? So I think when you... And then uh, we, how many times growing up do we reflect back on the lessons you learn from sports to teach us about life? And so there's those things are so intertwined and so connected. And as simple as it sounds, I just think you don't realize how much disconnect usually there is sometimes until that ship is, you know, rewritten and it's put in the right direction. Um, because like you said, we've seen it in the past few years you, when, you know, things off the field or the culture or the heart of something isn't right, yeah. the things on the field aren't right. And so um, just, you know, the life lessons that come from one another are so crucial. And I think that's also what makes Coach Rule pretty impactful coach is he sees those things and he also uses them to his advantage. Uh, on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline, we've Someone got has a phone call here. Evan, who Someone has a phone call here. Thank you, Coach um, Rule. I own the- um, the uh, Evan, uh, he is my college roommate and my expert on all Illinois things. Evan, how are you this morning, buddy? Oh, what's up, man? How are you doing? Hey, honestly, this this morning was a bit slow. It was, it was kind of a hard morning, but this hold music's got me doing a raise in the future, bro. <laughs> this is nice. I appreciate that. That's all Shane's doing. Um, so I know you want to get into Illinois a little bit. Do you want to? We've only got about 90 seconds here. Do you want to hold on to the top of the hour? You can you can start breaking down Illinois for us. Hey, let's make it happen. All right, Shane, keep putting back on hold. We'll talk to him at the top of the hour. Yeah, we good? Thank you. When I saw this on here, I was like, oh, Evan, a college of a roommate of <laughs> Illinois. Wow, that's interesting. No, Evan is my <laughs> college roommate. He uh, He's uh, born and raised in Champaign-Urbana, okay. so um, – if I seem to have a, a weird knowledge of Illinois football, it is his fault. Okay. Um, he actually took me to a uh, Illinois game in 2007 when we were in college together, and that was the year they ended up going to the Rose Bowl. Okay. But it was like their fourth or fifth game of the season, so we didn't know they were good yet. Yeah. And they were playing Wisconsin. It was a huge upset. They beat Wisconsin. Um, so it was a super. It was super fun. I have always had a little bit of a soft spot for Illinois football That's because. Okay. They, uh, I mean, they've had a rough go of things. Yeah. And obviously they were pretty good last year, right? Mm-hmm. Go eight and five. And I'm like, hey, yeah, they're going to be good again this year. And he goes, no, we're never good two years in a row. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, it's it's like that, huh? So um, we'll get to Evan. He's actually, I was talking to him last night. He's got some really good insights on, on Illinois football. Um, we will get to that. We've also got, we're going to do a little get to know you, uh, a little get to know you game with Avery as well. Uh, all that and more coming up on Herd at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN, ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities.